Hey friends and foes, welcome to Brushwork. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're talking about Project Green Studio. In 2019, I was bit by the green movement. I wanted cute mason jars full of dried goods that I had gotten with my own packaging from the store. I wanted beeswax containers. I wanted a cute compost bin that I kept in the fridge. I had so many dreams and aspirations about being zero waste, zero trash even, that I was like making my own hair care and I was making my own skincare and just like having a good time. Did I end up buying more products because of this trend? Absolutely, absolutely I did, I did. It was so trendy and it was so good. And so I started looking at my house and I was like, okay, how can I buy things with less plastic? Can I, you know, bring my own bags to the grocery store? Check, easy. Can I stop using the little plastic bags they have, um, you know, when you're getting dried goods? Mm-hmm, yep, sure, no problem. And then I, I turned to my studio and I looked at my studio and I was like, oh, I have, I have a lot of waste in my studio. And thus was born Project Green Studio, where I was determined to make my studio practice basically zero waste, as zero waste as I could. And it was a fun project, and I'm still using the principles that I have implemented back in 2018 today. And I thought, you know what? This would make for a good episode of Brushwork. So I'm going to tell you about what the problems were that I faced in creating a green studio practice and what my solutions were in accordance to those. So here we go. The first thing was paper towels. Oh my gosh, I was using paper towels every single practice and not just like a sheet or two. I was using like 20 sheets of paper towels per per painting day, which was, you know, back in 2018, I think five days a week. I was going through a roll of paper towels at least every two weeks, if not more. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. And I was like, okay, we got to start with the biggest, heaviest thing, paper towels. How do I eliminate, how do I never buy paper towels ever again, right? And so I came up with some pretty interesting solutions. So when you have a problem, you know, just in life, <laughs> you gotta you got to break it down to steps. So... The problem was this. I needed a way to throw away my paint, to dispose of paint that I had left over on my palette at the end of the day. And I needed to figure out a way to clean my brushes without using paper towels. In art school, they had this really cool system where they had a, a rag service, kind of like they do in auto shops, where because mostly what they were teaching was oil painting, you could use the rags, you know, wipe your brush on the rag and then put it in this bin and once a week, someone would come out and replace them, which is just magic. But that only works if you are in like a big institution, like a college or in a big city like Seattle. What if you're just one artist in their home? It's not like you're gonna pay for a, you know, over a hundred dollar a week rag service to come every single week. That's just, that's impractical, right? Step one is to reduce the paint I'm using. And then I thought to myself, I don't want to reduce paint I'm using. I want to use my paint freely. I don't want to be precious about my material because I'm afraid to throw it away. So I, I scratched that off. So step one was not reducing the paint. Step one was actually, what do I do with the extra paint I have on the canvas at the end of a painting session? 
And y'all, I came up with a really fun idea. It's so funky and interesting. Basically, I have a dedicated extra paint painting that I use all the time. So if you're watching the video form of this, I'm gonna show you right now. This is my extra paint canvas and it's so cool. So I use this canvas only for my extra paint and I put really everything that I use that's left over at the end of a, a normal painting session. Let's say I'm making a, a commission and it's mostly blue paints. I will put the extra blue paints onto this canvas and I'll mix up anything that's left over on my palette and I'll use my palette knife and I'll put it onto this painting. What I get at the end of my painting sessions now is a one of a kind, really unusual, kind of funky, super textured painting that is also a history of all the other paintings I've made in the last three to six months. It's taken me to fill up one of these extra paint canvases. I I love them. They're, they're fascinating, they're fun to touch. They are so different than my normal paintings. I highly recommend if you're a painter to start your own extra paint canvas and put all of your extra paint onto one designated space. You're not gonna ever feel like you're wasting paint because you're not, it has somewhere to go. And you're gonna be putting less paint onto your disposal item. Okay, so let's go back to rags. Well, one way to get yourself to make a big change is to, you know, gold, go cold turkey, basically. Uh, my, my name is Stephanie Scott and I'm addicted to paper towels. Okay, we say that, we say, hello, Stephanie. I'm glad you're here. Let's just stop buying paper towels. Wow, amazing. So, but then, but then you have to like solve the problem, right? And I was thinking about my, the rag service my school had, and I was like, okay, you know, I don't use very many solvents in my painting practice. I maybe use a couple drops each session. So I'm not really in danger of having, you know, combustible material in my studio, and I don't have any fumes in my studio. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to the linen closet in my apartment, and I'm gonna go pull out the bedding that I had that's been in there for seven years or something, and I'm just gonna cut it up and those will be my rags. So instead of using a rag service, <laughs> instead of using paper towels, I now use cut up sheets, pillowcases, old ones, uh, towels that I have, and I use that as my rag. So after I've cleaned up my palette, I've put the paint onto the extra paint canvas, and I've wiped my palette knives on my new rags, which are cut up sheets. They're great. I then have a fire can, because you know, studio safety is important. <laughs> and then I put every all my soiled rags into that can. I empty it about once a week. It says you should do it every night, but I have been painting for many years and have never run into a problem leaving your rags into an airtight concealer overnight. It's fine. <laughs> um, and then, you know, that does eventually become trash, but because it's oil paint, I, I take it to toxic waste and they dispose of it properly. It's great. It's a, it's a top tier system. So if you are like, oh, I too am addicted to paper towels, I have good news for you. There are solutions and I hope you come up with something interesting. Let me know if you have a great rag system that you like, um, do you wash your rags? I've never tried that because I have oil paints and I'm like, that seems like so much effort that won't make a difference. <laughs> but but I want to know. I want to know. So send me, send me a DM.
Okay, so the next big offender in my studio was plastic wrap. Oh my gosh. It's on everything. Plastic wrap is on everything. I'm, I'm so tired of plastic. I'm so tired. Somebody saved me from all the plastic sins I've committed. All right. Plastic wrap is on two main things in my studio. And the biggest one is it's that it surrounds fresh canvas and panels. You get, you get yourself a shiny new canvas and it's pretty, but it's just, it's covered in plastic. Like, how do I get rid of this? I need canvas to paint on. I need panels to paint on. I don't want all this plastic. And I know that it's there for a reason. It's there because when you're shipping canvas, you have to protect the surface. No one's gonna buy a piece of canvas that has marks from shipping all over it, right? Okay, so you've got like, you've got two main options here, right? You can either buy all the parts to a canvas and make your own canvas, which can be fun because um, you can control everything, but it gets really expensive. And I was like, look, I'm fresh out of art school. I don't have a lot of money for this. I'm trying to make my, my painting practice also pay for itself and studio green project, like I, it, it can't be so expensive that it hurts, right? And then the moment I had the world's greatest idea, I was like, what if I go and buy bad paintings? from the thrift shop. <laughs> and that's what I did. Friends and foes, I'm gonna tell you how I spent $200 on everything involved here and made 30 fresh custom panels, not panels, I made 30 fresh custom paintings, painting services, just to my exact specification. Oh my gosh, it was top tier, it's so good. Okay, so I want you to imagine Stevie, she's um, how old was I in 20? Uh, she's 28. She's 28. And uh, <laughs> she goes to her Goodwill and she gets a cart and she's covered in paint because that's what all my clothing looked like when I was in that studio. I was just constantly covered in paint. And I go up to the painting and picture frame section of the Goodwill and I start I start loading things up. I was like trying to be like nice to people who are around and if they had their eye on something, I wouldn't take it. But basically what you gotta do is you go to your thrift store, you go find the bad art. And you know what I'm talking about. It's like ladies sip and paint nights and it's all flowers in the style of Van Gogh and they're all exactly the same. And you're just like, these are terrible. <laughs> these are not good. It looks like they had fun doing it, but they're here in goodwill for a reason. Somebody didn't want them. You're like, perfect. <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to pick up one of those paintings and then you need to flip it around. What you're looking for is for the stretchers. That's really what you're buying here. You're not here looking for canvas to paint over. You're looking for canvas to easily remove off of the frame so you can restretch it later. What I look for when I'm out thrift shopping for bad paintings is I will look at the wood. I'm like, does it have any knots? Like, does it look like it might break anywhere? How are the the corners? Do they look like they're well put together or are they kind of like stapled precariously together? Those I just leave there. And is the wood strong? Like, can it, can it handle all the basically abuse I'm going to put onto it <laughs> when I stretch new linen over it? So... Look for that. When I did this the first time, I, I think I spent $150 on bad paintings and <laughs> y'all should have seen me at the register. I like, I go up in my cart and I, 
I have like all of these paintings and they're all not good and like really not good. And I go up to the register and the and the guy checking me out was like, you have some interesting taste. And I'm like, I sure do, buddy. <laughs> I sure do have interesting taste. It was the collection I got was so bad. It was beautiful. You know, like I would as a joke hang all of those paintings up in a room someday and be like, surprise, I've remodeled your room and it's just bad art. Oh, so good, so good. Okay, and before y'all come at me and you're just like, Stephanie, there is no bad art. There is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> okay, okay, anyways, we're, we're focusing. So I took all of those panels. It was about 30 of them. Some were giant, some were very tiny, like 12 by 12s. And then I went back to my studio and then... This is the fun part. If you have any sort of aggression you need to get out, this is the time for it. You're gonna get your pliers, you're gonna get your scissors, you're gonna get a knife, you're gonna get just whatever you gotta do to get all the bad art off of the frames. There will be so many staples that you won't know what to do. And uh, yeah, I wanna try using tacks when I start applying canvas to to stretchers in the future because I think it looks cool. But anyways, you're gonna, you're gonna take all the staples off, all the bad art off, and you're just gonna put that in a pile for now, okay? So now you have all of these wood stretchers, so many of them, and they're fabulous. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna get yourself some high quality duck cloth, which is canvas, or a painter's linen, something really smooth. Whatever fabric surface you like to paint on, go get many yards of that at the store. This won't be super expensive. You can get it at, um, I guess, just at any fabric store you're, you've got around. Anyways, we're focusing. <laughs> I just get so excited talking about this because it's fun. Okay, so then you're going to get your, um, your priming materials, right? You gotta, you gotta put something onto your canvas that will hold the oil paint or the acrylic or whatever you're painting with. So first, you're going to take your new, let's say you're working with linen. You're gonna take your linen, you're gonna cut it, you're gonna staple it onto your stretcher. Um, I cannot possibly explain this in audio form. Look it up on YouTube, you can find something. Um, and then you're gonna flip it over and you're gonna take a water bottle, you're gonna spray it down, rub it in, and what this does is it tightens the fibers. And so your lines will be really, the edges will be really crisp and everything's gonna look great. It's gonna be fun. Okay, so you do that. Don't let it dry completely because then you're gonna put it on your GAC 400. And this is a replacement for rabbit skin glue. And what it does is it kind of like, um, it solidifies the fibers. <laughs> it, it, it still has a little bit of flexibility, but it gets it to stay still. So you spray it down with water, damply dry it off, put down the GAC 400. Um, you're gonna use a lot of this product. It, it really soaks into the fibers. So. Don't be afraid to buy some extra bottles because there's nothing worse than running out halfway through a, a canvas and you're like, oh, now I have to go to the store and it's going to dry and it's going to be weird. Anyways, so do that. I think you'll let it dry. Go have lunch or something. I think it's actually for a couple hours. Maybe like go watch a movie. <laughs> and then you're going to go back and once it's dry, you're going to put on GAC 100. And what this does is that it really evens out texture and it kind of makes... The, the linen less absorbent, so um, your paintings will be a little bit shinier at the end of the painting, which is nice. And then, after those two are dry, then you put on two to five coats of gesso. 
Sometimes I wet sand between them. Sometimes I'm lazy and I don't do it. It's up to your preference. And then abracadabra, for approximately $200, you have 30 fresh paintings. Services. Painting services. <laughs> and, and, um, and then that's that. And that's how you get rid of plastic wrap. You're like, Stephanie, that's a lot of work when I could just go to the store, get the, you know, the plastic wrapped canvas and uh, start painting right away. And yes, you could. You could. I feel like if you're listening to this, you're interested in reducing plastic, though. And that's been my favorite way. Now, I will say that I have not been able to figure out how to get wood panels that I buy from the store that are not wrapped in plastic. Um, but I think the answer is you just have to buy them that are not gessoed. So it's only the wood. And then you have to, again, prep them yourselves. This might be less expensive in the long run also. So this is a win for win. Now, my solution with going to Goodwill and buying bad art is not perfect. You still have the pile of bad art to work with at the end of the day. One way I've countered this is simply calling up my collage friend and being like, hi, do you want to cut up some art and use it for your paintings? So that's one way of doing it. But, you know, there's not that many collage artists out in the world. So it's, it's, it's can be a problem. Um, but eventually that, that bad art does have to go into the trash or be recycled if it's a print. So there's that. That's imperfect, but it's not all being thrown away. You are saving the wood and upcycling it. So there's that. The other way I was using plastic, so this is number four or something. I forgot what, we had a list going on and then, and then I stopped. <laughs> the other way I use plastic wrap is I was using it to save my paint at the end of a painting session. So I would cover the, my oil paint at the end of the day that I wanted to save for the next session in plastic so it wouldn't form a crust and I would be able to use that paint the next time. This was like the easiest fix. I, I was explaining my problem to a teacher I had at the time and I was like, what do I, how do you save your paint and not use plastic? And she's like, Stephanie, just put it in the fridge or the freezer. I'm an oil painter. Oil paintings dry faster when it's hot out, dry slower when it's cold. And if you put it in the freezer, they will last for ages. Like I'm talking months, they will, t they will last for so long. So get yourself a little Tupperware container or, you know, make room for your entire palette to go into your freezer or your fridge and it'll be magic. You won't have to use plastic. It's so easy, right? So, I started this adventure in 2019 and it's 2020 right now. And I still have a trash can in my studio because sometimes you have things that you can't recycle, you can't upcycle, you have to throw away. But instead of taking the trash out, you know, every week, I'm taking it out like every two months. And I think that's a huge improvement. If you have enjoyed this, this episode of Brushwork and you have some tips on how to make your studio even better, I, I desperately want to hear them. I love to hear your ideas of how you have your own green or zero waste studio practice. If you end up making an extra paint painting, please tag me. I'm at stephaniescott.art or you can find the podcast at, at brushworkpod over on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Make good choices, everybody. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Goodbye.